Welcome to the DBS Films Podcast, a behind-the-scenes look into making indie films. Learn from DBS Films about their process, tips, and fun stories that all come with making multiple movies a reality. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the DBS Films Podcast. It's just me and you, so that means it is a DBS Indie Production Update. In these episodes, we go ahead and just kind of give you guys an update where we're at in the filmmaking process. It is currently April 23rd when you are listening to this, and we have a lot of exciting news for this week. First off, before we hop in, be sure to check out The Girl in Cabin 13. It is on 2V for free, so you can go ahead and watch it. No cost whatsoever. means the world to us, and we would absolutely love the support. So if you haven't seen it already, please go ahead and check it out. So as I mentioned, we have some big news. One of the biggest things is The Haunting of the Murder House, the next movie that we filmed back in November. That is going to be the newest movie coming out this year. It is ready for our DBS superfans to watch. So if you are a DBS superfan, that means you have the ability in our Discord channel to watch it tonight, world premiere at 9 p.m. Again, we're going to watch it. We're going to get all of your feedback. We actually have a pretty long quiz for you guys to fill out, but you'll get a lot of uh, DBS points for that. So we'll make it worth your while. But really, it's something where we are so excited for this one. I cannot wait. Um, I actually watched it again tonight just because, I mean, I can't help myself. It's such a good movie. Really, really happy with the final product of it. So much so. And I'm really excited to see what people think about it. So all the super fans listening to this right now, I hope you guys are very excited. I hope you guys are going to bring your popcorn. Bring all the snacks, bring everything, because we are going to go ahead and watch it tonight. We're also going to watch it again on Monday as well. So it's basically two opportunities for super fans to watch it. Then you guys are going to we're going to get your feedback, we're going to get your reviews, and we're going to see how we twist it and um, adjust it from there. So really excited. I'm I'm super happy with the product. Um, it's been I know about two three weeks. I've been promising it, but it is finally here. So that means all of our super fans will be able to go ahead watch this movie see all of our hard work all of the efforts everyone's gonna meet mo and it's gonna be great i mean honestly it was a big big step up in my opinion it, it's just paced really well it moves really quick so i'm really excited to see what the super fans think hopefully they think the same thing that me and my brother are thinking in the sense of this is our best one yet but uh i'm i'm happy regardless of it so we're very excited for that and then again you know the filmmaking process is one that's pretty slow so most likely this movie will not be released until later in the year. We're talking August, September, October, possibly. It really just kind of depends on what happens when it goes through our agent, with the agent goes to the distribution, uh, what that deal looks like, what the process of their turnaround is. So you most likely will not be able to see this movie for a long time unless you are a DBS super fan, in which case you get to see it now. You get to give us feedback. We're actually going to make adjustments based on those notes. So it is really, really important. And again, we always want to work with our super fans within our Discord community to really provide you guys the best insights. Um, You know, it really helps us out too. But honestly, it's a reward for just being such great fans that you guys get to see this movie for free and before anyone else does. So I'm super excited. Again, be sure to tune in if you are a super fan, if you are listening to this, because that is going to be something that you do not want to miss. Now, going into the second big thing, we are uh, a week away for the most part. So we have basically next week and then a few more days. So like in seven more days, May 1st, we start filming the uh, Shapeshifter movie. So this is going to be something that's exciting. Uh, Today, I was actually with my brother talking over some of the script uh, points of it, talking through a lot of the um, different uh, elements of it. Nothing major, but uh, I fought for my intro and I I believe I got my intro in there because I'm very, very 
opinionated about that intro. I, I love the idea that I have, so I was fighting for it. Um, hopefully it'll be kind of that way too. But um, I think it's really going to be a, a clean script. I mean, in reading it, this is definitely one of the, the scripts that reads the best. Um, it was It's weird saying that, like reads good, but essentially as I was reading it, I could already feel the pacing of it and the movement of it that we're seeing in The Haunting of the Murder House, more so than I felt about any of our other scripts before, more so than I felt about The Haunting of the Murder House script. So, you know, it, it is something where I am feeling really, really confident in our ability to execute. We also gave ourselves some more days to film, which is always good. Um, and I mean, I kind of had a talk with my brother. I think last time we had a little bit too much coverage, which too much coverage is always way better than not enough coverage. But if you have too much coverage, it kind of slows you down a little bit too. So we have a really good strategy in how we're going to get these wide shots, how we're going to block it off, how we're going to get the close-ups, how we're going to really manage the time. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be a really clean shoot. Our goal here is to really be done with the entire movie, no pickups needed, so that we can hop right into editing, so that we can hop into right into moving, making this movie and that we can hit our goal of making three movies this year. So this will be movie number one. Uh, shapeshifter i think it's going to be a pretty cool concept i think you guys will like it i think it's going to be a little bit spookier with the woods and everything we have uh chloe um from the girl in cabin 13 coming back we have tyler from the haunting the suicide house we have dylan from cabin 13 and also suicide house uh we have aries who's going to who's our first super fan that is going to be in the movie um with us for uh uh the super fans so that's really cool that we got our first super fan in the movie uh we got uh joe's back so we got reggie back uh basically really really good cast you got me so you have to deal with me but other than that we have a really really good team and i'm very very excited for this production i think it's gonna be really fun and we'll be sure to give you guys live updates you know we'll give you a lot of live scene tiktok um tiktok lives we'll probably do some podcasts there maybe we'll interview some of the the, the actors it should be a pretty fun time so i'm excited for that and as always, what we want to do in these episodes is answer some of our super fan questions coming from the Discord community. So let's go ahead and bring some of those up. Um, so we have the first one from Michael Rossillo. Uh, his question is, what's the process of writing the scripts for your films look like? And also, what directors and films do you think influence your style of filmmaking and script writing? Great question. Um, I would say our script writing process really has changed just like pretty much everything that we've done when it comes to the filmmaking process. Um, you know, we really started off one way. And then as you went through the process, you almost kind of understand a lot better, as is anything in life. But really, the major differences now, I think, is when we first started doing the screenwriting, we we're very rigid and like, this is what the script needs to look like, you know, this is how it needs to be outlined. Uh, we put a lot of effort into like individual tiny things in the script. Whereas now the script is more of a very flexible outline for us, especially since we're the ones writing it and then filming it, we have that luxury. You know, if you're a writer out there, you got to write that finished product because that's your best impression. For us, we basically just need to understand what we're doing. Like even now the script that we're working with basically has like a little bold note that's just like, hey, this is the point of the scene almost. They're just really kind of get it across and get all the actors and get everyone on the same page. So that's really kind of the, the major goal of the um, script now is to just really be a concise outline for us. The process though, really what ends up happening is typically me and my brother sit down, we come up with like the 15 or 20 some 30 beats, you know, however it takes really just what's breaking down the story and what a beat is, is essentially something happened. So if you watch Girl in Cabin 13, it'd be like, um, you know, intro, uh, character development, then they arrive at the cabin, then they go for the hike, and he sees Carl. So just like really, you can kind of break it down into chunks. So we basically agree on the overall beats. 
then what will happen is I'll go back, I'll write a version of the script. My brother will write a version of the script. We get together, we see what we like with one, what we like with the other, kind of combine it, go one direction, and then continue to do that. We do it about three, four times, and then we have a finished one. And then once we have the finished one, it's really kind of picking the details apart. So that's really what it looks like on our end now. Um, it is a, it's a fun process. I, I do enjoy the writing process, so I really like it. And then when it comes to directors and uh, films that influence your style, I really think uh, Jason Blum and Blumhouse really uh, embodies what we're trying to do which are, you know, he typically now he shoots movies for 5 million, which is considered super low budget in Hollywood, which is crazy to us. Um, but basically it's something where he makes a very, very clean product. Typically it's a horror movie or horror genre. Although he's branched out with a few other things. However, it's just very clean. It's story driven. There's not a lot of frills or anything, but it, it gets, it gets the job done. You know, it really, think of the insidious paranormal activity um a lot of these like big big uh, hollywood movies that people think about are coming out of blumhouse when it's uh, a clean product there so that really inspires us for what we want to try and do uh on top of that you have people like uh mike flanagan you have um uh, jason um or uh james wan is a big one too um those are all really really good directors within that you know horror universe and that horror genre um that are are really really good like i just love their pacing i love how they they pull it off i mean even aquaman from james wan i thought was really really good he just has a skill for moving and progressing things also um him doing saw was absolutely amazing one of my favorite ones so those are just kind of a few of the directors but any movie i watch really has the the, the potential for inspiring me and thanks again, Michael, for joining us on the Discord. It was really cool having you. Even though you did betray me in the Among Us uh, game night, it's it's fine. I understand it. So well, no no worries there, man. Uh, next we have uh, I'm Crystal. And Crystal, she asks, are there scenes from any of the films that are off script or improvised? Great, great question. And honestly, the way that we look at it now, as I was kind of mentioning, is the script is a flexible document. And I really see it on three different levels. The, the first level is the overall movie, and that doesn't change in the sense of what's the point of the scene? How do we progress here? How do we move from you know one scene to the next scene to the next scene? What's the ending? So that's the first level and the most important. Second level to me is kind of how the scene plays out. And this one will change all the time, mainly because of location and walking it out. And this could be something where it's like, well, we had them in a closet, but we don't really have a good closet. So maybe we just put them over here. Or, you know, instead of doing this, they, they do that because of the limitations of the set. So those things change all the time. And then the third level is like the dialogue and that changes yeah, like probably the most in the sense that we have an overall dialogue but we kind of talk through it. Is this something that you want? What's improvised? We talk few, uh, through a little bit of it because what we figured out is is honestly actually better for the actors to improvise a little bit because it's more natural. You know, if they improvise a line, it's kind of more natural to them than what we said. It would probably be more natural if we said, the line that we came up with because again it came from us so that's just something where you know now we really do allow for a lot of improvisation or improv from our um actors just because it it, it kind of makes the role their own so that's a great question you know again we have the luxury of being able to film it as well so like we can really deviate from the script but i would say 
you know, level one, like I said, everything's pretty much set. So maybe like 95% of it doesn't change. Level two is probably like 70%, you know, with 30% changing due to restriction. And then maybe like 50% of the dialogue gets slightly tweaked. Um, you know, you, you do have still like some overall notes and everything, but like a word here, word there will change. And that really can make the difference for an actor making it their own line. So thanks again, Crystal, for joining us as well. Super fun having you part of the Discord and our community. And then the last question is from Jill Pond, and Jill won our trivia night last week, and she is coming for trivia night again. So thank you so much, Jill, for being a super cool part of this community. So you asked, what is the most valuable piece of feedback you have ever gotten? Is there anything that sticks out? So I wouldn't say it was one piece of feedback, but the most valuable feedback to me was when we were going through the haunting or when we we're going through the haunting of the suicide house and into the forest. <clears throat> and that feedback that we got was what the heck's going on. And we've gotten that feedback pretty much all the way through up until the haunting of the Mer uh, Morgan estate and the um, devil in the room. And even those, we get it a little bit more. Um, but really the, the main reason why I think that's the most valuable feedback that we've ever gotten is because until then we didn't understand that you really need to drive home the plot three times multiple times in a story and i think this is something that happens to any indie filmmaker because when you write the script it is so clear in your head that if you reiterate something three times you almost feel like oh i'm treating the audience like they're they're dumb and you're not you're just you're in the thick of this movie so much that you don't understand that it's not as clear as you think it is so like in a lot of times people will be like yeah and then like they see the thing in the background and everything clicks like, oh, that's such a dead giveaway. Not going to be the case when the audience watch it. You really have to guide them through it. And I also think another reason for this is, I mean, you know, when was the last time you watched a movie without looking at your cell phone at any point in time? You know, when was the last time you sat down and you're like, I'm going to perfectly focus on this movie. I'm not going to do anything else. And if you end up missing one line or two lines of dialogue, then there goes your entire story. People have no clue what's going on. So like, for instance, for the Haunted and Suicide House, we watched it with our, our Discord fans. And literally the main question in the Q&A was like, what was the story behind this? And if you go back to that movie, we laid out the story in like a two paragraph thing, but each line was completely different. It was like, Rosemary was um, abused by her husband. So she ended up taking her baby's life and then she ended up haunting it. And then people moved in and they went insane. And then this one girl ended up going and, and murdering her parents. Like we did this whole spiel, but it, it's a single line and it didn't really quite push it home. Whereas for the haunting the murder house, which was looking at the, the, uh, the movie again, the, basically the same concept, you know, Hey, he got possessed. This person got possessed by the way, this person got possessed three different times. We really, strike at home that they get possessed and there's no additional frills no additional story you just pick what the story is and reiterate it three times because they might be on their phone they might miss it it's not as clear and it seems redundant now you know when we write it but now that we understand so that feedback to me was one of the best things that we've ever got because since that feedback we ended up you know really changing our style of doing the plots and making sure that what is the plot here's plot one, here's plot two, here's plot three, and the three points of reiterating it. So much so that if you completely miss the entire story, if you just listen to that third plot point where we dump it again, well, there you go. Boom. And even in the new one, the shapeshifter, we have those three lore dumps. We have the lore dump of, hey, just in case 
you're you know lost and not uh, understanding. Here's exactly what's happening. And let's go into the climax. And I think that's something that's super important. I hear all the time with indie filmmakers that they basically give the same feedback of like, well, I thought it was clear to me. And it, it does not surprise me because it is super clear to you. The only issue is it's only clear to you because you're the one literally writing the script. And I think that to me was the best feedback that we got between all of our movies. So thank you so much, Jill, for being part of this community. I love getting your feedback when you watch our movies. It's super fun. Love having you here. Love having all our super fans. You too can become a super fan. And if you were a super fan, as I mentioned earlier, you get to watch The Haunted in the Murder House tonight for free. So it's going to be really, really cool. I'm excited for it. You can go ahead and join our Discord, follow us online, all sorts of things. We really want to be a very community-focused uh, indie studio here so much so that we really work with we cast and we just you know want you guys to be part of the dbs community because i mean honestly the support we get it is just absolutely amazing and we are thrilled with it so we're going to go ahead and wrap this up next week we will be highlighting some more of our top 10 things that you need to know as an indie studio and also looking back on the hateful eight and then the week after we will be on set and when we're on set, I'll probably do a few cool things when it comes to live streams or podcasts. So make sure you follow us. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you do all of that fun stuff. And until next time, have a good one.